This program is a paid commercial announcement from Jacob Media Partners and does not reflect the views of WPHT or its management. Today's program is pre-recorded. There are so many choices when it comes to selecting the right financial institution. Start with the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. We're right here in your city. We're also the official credit union of Temple University, and anyone who lives, works, worships, and studies in Philadelphia can open an account with convenient locations throughout our city of brotherly love. Also online at pfcu.com with free online and mobile banking. We're not here for our profit, here for yours. Federally insured by NCUA. WPHT, WPHT, HD, WOGL, HD3, Philadelphia. An Odyssey station. From the Cherry Hill Volvo Studios. Where relationships matter. This is Talk Radio 1210. WPHT. It's good news in real estate. If you're a homeowner, if you're selling a home, or perhaps purchasing a home or vacation property, welcome to our home. It's good news in real estate. Presented by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Your hosts for the next radio hour. The mortgage mom, Deanne Kitsaris, along with real estate veteran and owner-operator of the Philadelphia Real Estate Class. Mark Cumberland. Your real estate education starts right now. It's good news in real estate. Presented by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. All right, good afternoon. Get ready to laugh and learn here on Good News in Real Estate on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. I'm Mark Cumberland along with my co-host, the mortgage mom, Deanne Katsiris. How are you, Deanne? Well, after that introduction, Mark, how bad could I be? <laughs> We're good. We're very excited to be here every Saturday at 1 o'clock talking to you on 1210. And if you want to ask us a question about residential, commercial, mortgages, give us a call. I always answer my phone. It could be 499. <laughs> 267-266-5501. What's your number, Dan? Mark, my number is 609-605-7153. And you can listen to this show and the past shows at our webpage, goodnewsandrealestate.com, and also at WPHT's website. So what are you talking about today? Coming up on today's show, Mark, we have the market report. Yes. We have our business tips with Asking Dr. A. We're going to go over the value of using the disc personally. Good topic. Always is. And we have Mark's funny story. Going for you. And we have our mortgage mom topic today. Which is what? Two million refi candidates are now eligible. Wow. That's a lot. It's a lot. And not that I'm greedy, but I want all of them. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Mark, we also have our questions. I've seen these no down payment plans on late night television and want to know if they are real or just a scam. <laughs> Next question is, new construction, if a walkthrough inspection reveals a problem, but I choose to go through with the closing anyway, can I retain a percentage of the down payment or mortgage amount not to be paid until the mortgage, until the repairs are taken care of? That's a good one. The next question is, I approached two different real estate agents to help me buy a home. One was very informative, providing brochures about real estate law and the responsibility of the agent. The other one was very informal, made a lot of gestures, and presented nothing in writing. Which one should I go with? Uh, this is a big topic. <laughs> That's going to be a good one. <laughs> yeah. Mark, we also have our topic of the day. 2020 Which... profile of home buyers and sellers. Real estate trends have changed due to COVID. Yep. Had a lot of effects. All right. But Mark, first, give us your motivational quote. And a motivational quote is, if my mind can conceive it and my heart can believe it, I know I can achieve it. 
Love it, love it, love it. Put, I'm gonna have to put music to that one, man. Yeah, definitely. But, that's a but good that's one. That's true. If you if you can't, I, when I coach people, I tell them you got to be able to visualize the goal because if you can't visualize it, you can't get there. Yeah. Exactly. So where are we at? So Mark, we are up to the market report. And there is the bell. So the U.S. housing market in the midst of this inventory crisis, the number of homes for sale in the U.S. is hovering near record lows, all caused by not just the pandemic, but I think other reasons. I think lack of knowledge by the public and these real estate agents not staying in touch with people and the media not talking about real estate being the one industry leading the whole damn economy. So, you know, I think it's going to get better slowly. And there's a couple myths out there like that we talked about last week, that $15,000 thing that Biden's uh, talking about. People think it's a grant. It's not. It's a tax credit next year. So there's a lot of confusion about that. And also, you know, the prices are going up. So people are getting a little nervous because of, uh, you know, the prices going up and some people getting, you know, they were approved for 250 and now the house is up to 275 or 300. So there's things the government could do to help the situation, but it doesn't look like they're going to do it. Like, I think they should do something like uh, give a temporary exemption on capital gains, uh, some, some things to get sellers interested. You know, you know what well, would help have, a lot, we Mark? We have tons of buyers. We have tons of buyers, and we definitely need inventory. Um, but but putting the student loans, like right now with an FHA loan, we need one, we calculate 1% on an FHA loan. Make it so that we don't have to count it at all. Right, that would help a capital gains break, a temporary capital gains break, or lower the capital gains. So if people sell, they don't have that big tax bill at the end. You know, they gotta do something like that. And what I'm hearing is they're doing the opposite. They're adding a bunch of regulations and there's gonna be taxes added. Uh, uh, a possible 39% uh, capital gains tax. That's not going right. to help. And and they're playing up. The one thing that's upsetting me a little bit is they're talking about building all these houses, but they're adding all these regulations. So, you know, the one thing in the last administration, like they, if they wanted to build a highway, it used to take them like eight, 10 years to get it approved. They got right. it down to two years. The same with building houses. Right. You can have all the money you want in there to build houses, but if it takes you three years to get them approved, it's not going to help. It's not. So gonna help. you know, one thing though to end it quick, uh, Philly's market, uh, the prices are up again by like 30k. The first quarter sales in Philly Metro totaled 17,937 up. That's up 13 percent. So there was more houses sold in 2020 than 2019. Townhouse, the medium price for a townhouse in Philly right now is $245,000. Insane. The, there's a big demand for housing, and but we're still running around 3,000 homes for sale in the whole damn county. So we need inventory. So tell us about we the rates. We do need inventory. Yep. Speaking, speaking of fabulous, your, 30, 
your 30-year conventional, 3%. Your 15-year, 2.75%. 30-year FHA, 2.875%. Fabulous time to refinance. Great rates. All right, so with that... You're listening to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHD, all positive all the time. We'll be right back. On behalf of the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union, we hope you're enjoying Good News in Real Estate with Deanne Katsaris and Mark Cumberland. The Philadelphia Federal Credit Union, not here for our profit, here for yours. Deanne and Mark will have more after the break and this message from Debt Free Living. Learn more at wehatedebt.com. All right, welcome back to Good News Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHD, all positive all the time. So we at the end. Mark, we are up to your funny story. So I got one for you, right? So this yep. new couple moved into this new house, and they were young. And the bride approached the new husband, and he asked her for twenty dollars for her first lovemaking encounter in the new house, right? So in this highly aroused state, the husband, he thought it was cute, gives her, gives her the $20, and they keep repeating this scenario every time they make love for more than 30 years. So with him thinking that it was cute, she could always, he always thought she went out and bought incidentals, clothes, whatever she wanted, right? Arriving home one day around noon, she's surprised to find her husband in a very drunken state. During the next few minutes, he explains that his employer was going through a process of corporate downsizing and he had been let go. And it was unlikely at his age of 59, he'd be able to find another position that paid anywhere near what he had been earning. Therefore, they were financially ruined. Calmly, the wife handed him a bank book which showed more than 30 years of steady deposits with the interest totaling nearly a million dollars. Then she showed him certificates of deposit issued by the bank worth over $2 million and informed him that they were one of the largest depositors in their bank. And she explained that for more than three decades, she had charged him for sex, and these holdings had multiplied, and this is the result of the savings and investments. Faced with the evidence of the cashing investments worth over $3 million, her husband was so astounded he could barely speak. But he finally found it out, found his voice, and he blurts out, "If I had any idea that you were doing this, I would have given you all my business." And that's when she shot him. Oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where you come up with these. If you it's have a hard. funny story, like eight eight hundred and eighty <laughs> some jokes, send me if some you have jokes. A... All right, I'll work on it. If you have a funny story you'd like to hear, send it to 8029 at comcast.net or give us a call at 267-266-5501. And now it is time for the Mortgage Mom segment with Deanne Katzaris from Green Tree Mortgage. And her topic today is 2 million candidates are eligible to refi. So, Mark, you know... <laughs> you're getting there. You're getting there. I'm getting so, there. So we've been really, really busy, and with, I'm sure, as everyone knows, with doing the refi market, doing a lot of marketing and things like that. And two weeks ago, the rates just jumped up a little bit, and we weren't at that 25 that 2.65. We weren't even at 2.75%. Um, and 
everyone knew why they jumped up a little bit, but now, recently, another 2 million borrowers could save an average of around $300 a month on a refinance thanks to last week's 10 basis point drop in mortgage rates. And that 10 basis drop just means that the rates are now under between 3 to 2.875 on the refinance, depending on what your credit score is. So they found that the number of highly qualified refi candidates moved back up to 13 million last week. So that's potentially putting 3.6 billion back into the homeowner's pockets. Now well, we've got. Gotten... I, I had three classes start, three new real estate classes start at Philadelphia Real Estate Classes, and I always stop to pop in, and I give them a little thing about the market, and I told them, even though you're not real estate agents yet, you can do all your friends a favor. I said, if you know anybody over 3.5 percent that owns a house that has an interest rate over 3.5 percent, they should call my partner on the show, Deanne, and refi and probably get down to like two six, two seven. And they were like astounded. Yeah, and they're not gonna forget them. So when it comes time for them to, you know, to have any friends or family that are looking to purchase, they're gonna remember them. Yeah, and they're and they're gonna save them a lot of money. Exactly. So with that being said, seven million high quality candidates actually fell through the cracks. And that means I'm to, when I say high quality that means that they were pre-approved we had all their documents appraisals were done and then it just didn't make sense and so so what happened was last two weeks last week and a half the rates have dropped again so now all those people are back in the market again so in february there were 18.1 million of these borrowers just roaming the market and by March, there was 11.1, and it was the smallest number of potential refi candidates in a year. Wow. So, however, if these candidates do qualify, approximately 2.5 million of them could save $400 a month. So what are you doing? Reaching out to everybody that changed their mind and saying, now jump back in the game? Absolutely. You have to. I mean, it wasn't that they changed their mind. It just wasn't it, that it didn't make sense for them. So when it came, when they got their appraisal or were getting ready to lock them, you know, the rates were up a little bit and it just, on for a lot of them, it just didn't make sense. But now that the rates are back down, it absolutely makes sense. We're locking them right away. And I'm telling you, people have been in the business for 50 years and they don't know why the rates have dropped. No, because like if it's... you look at if you look at what's supposed to happen and when the rates drop and how the rates drop, none of that is true right now. Like none of that is following the actual the, the actual system. So and all it's I can confusing. How many people know about the bond market and the infected and all of that? Hardly no. anybody. Without a doubt, absolutely, Mark. And even when I try to explain it, when it does make common sense. People are still confused. The only thing I can say right now, this is the best time to get back into the market. Let's get you locked in immediately. Get your appraisal ordered and get you done. Give me a call at 609-605-7153. And let's put that extra $400 in your pocket. And there's probably tons of people 
that are five and six percent. They've just been paying these comes up right out of their account every month and never think about it. People don't know what their interest rate is. You got to look at it. Right. You got to look they at don't. it. I know. They got automatic payment. It just comes out of their account. They never worry about it. And they don't even know how to get their statement. Right. That was All the right. topic. Thank you. So coming up next, we have our topic with Dr. Abelson. All right. Very good. So with that, you're listening to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. All positive all the time. We'll be right back. Deanne and Mark are halfway through this week's edition of Good News in Real Estate, presented by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Not here for our profit, here for yours. When the show returns, more real estate news from around the Delaware Valley. All right, welcome back to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. All positive, all the time. So we're at the end. All right, so now we're up to our Dr. A segment. And today we're going to talk about the value of using the disc personally. Welcome, Dr. A. Yeah, how Hi, are guys. you, doctor? I'm doing great. How about you? We're good. So we did this, started this last week, and we're going to talk about the value of how important this disc is. And I am constantly telling businesses and friends about the disc. So you kick it off here, the value of it to you personally as a person. What I want to do is I want to get into our disc report itself because most people don't realize, and we've said this a number of times on the program, that there's over 30 different disc assessments out there with different formulations. Uh, And and without a doubt, uh, ours is the most accurate uh, of of all the different disc assessments. So um, so what I want to do is I want to get into the report itself and how you can effectively use the report. Uh, and there's a couple of sections that are really great. One of my favorite sections is the time management section because what it does is it talks about how you're likely to, to, uh, to waste time. It talks about different areas uh, that are probably causing you to waste time and then it actually makes recommendations regarding what you can do to decrease the amount of time that you waste and this section of the report is typically one and a half to three and a half pages long so it it gives you various options and alternatives of things or ways that you can improve your usage of time and it's really and stay in the 20 percent there you go so um, so it's, 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 it's really useful uh, because I didn't, and I'm almost, I almost always use it when I'm, when I'm interacting with, with people and we're actually doing any type of coaching session. Um, and uh, I always use it, we're actually doing our certification program right now and I show people how to use it in the certification program as well as, well as on, our, on our A-Learn. There's another part of the report that's really awesome too uh, that that helps you, and that's, there, there's an area that's called uh, areas for improvement, and it actually gives a number of bulleted items that are potential areas for improvement, and because our assessment is so accurate, it really gets into some really cool areas. So if you're using it for performance evaluation, uh, you, can, you can do this with your manager, or you could do it yourself, areas for personal improvement. Just go in right. and see which of these areas that you agree are accurate for you, and then actually come up with a little program of ways that you want to improve yourself. So it's, it, it's a great self-assessment and self-discovery tool. And I, you know what? I read mine like every quarter because I use your disc and, uh, and I'll send mine as an example to the people. And 
it just keeps reminding me why I do what I do and what my weaknesses and what my strengths are and how to save time. It's very important. It is very important. And one of the other aspects that we can do now, we actually have a comparison report where we can compare two people. But what we can do with the person is if you took our disc a year or two ago and you take it now, we can actually compare what your disc was a couple of years ago is to now. And a lot of times it doesn't change very much or it doesn't change at all, but sometimes it does change because the environment has impacted them and there have been changes for them as well. So, so there's all kinds of neat stuff we can do with the report, but then again, you have to contact us and get our, our particular report for these things to work for you. All right. Well, so with that, tell everybody how to get a hold of you. It's real easy. Just go to www.abelson.net, A-B-E-L-S-O-N, or just email me at abelson, A-B-E-L-S-O-N, at abelson.net. All right. Very good, doctor. Very good. Thank you, Dr. A. Thanks, guys. All right. All right. Very good. So with that, you're listening to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. All positive all the time. We'll be right back. Good News in Real Estate with Deanne Katsaris and Mark Cumberland is proudly being provided by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Not here for our profit, here for yours. Deanne and Mark will have more in a moment, but first, a message from one of our home team partners, Green Tree Mortgage. How much do you qualify for? Ask Deanne now at MortgageMom.net. All right, welcome back to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT All Positive. All the time. Where are we at, Deanne? So, Mark, we are up to our topic of the day. Yes. Which is 2020 profile of home buyers and sellers. Real estate trends have changed due to COVID. To yeah, say the of, least, right? To say the least, man. A lot of things have changed. Yeah, this, this virus, you know, has changed many things. Buying, selling trends. The National Association of Realtors did a uh, released an annual report profiling home buyers and sellers in this report, which found that the pandemic incentivized buyers to search out multi-generational homes while pushing sellers to sell their properties faster. I don't know where they got that one at because we're not seeing it in the Philly metro market and in a lot of markets. I'm just, we're just not seeing that kind of inventory. According to this report, the buyers who purchased after March were more likely to seek out multi-generational homes. These purchases accounted for 15% of the sales after March compared to 11% before March, before April. And they had to do with the quarantine periods and during which consumers stayed home, individuals moved back in with their parents and people working remotely cause people to rethink their living space, right. which we have talked about a lot. And then the coronavirus, without a doubt, led to homebuyers reassessing their housing situation and even reconsidering home sizes and destinations. I know a lot of people that have been, you know, now that they had to work from their house for a year, wish they had an office, more square footage, more yard space, whatever. And they they were shopping for larger houses with a little extra space because there was a trend prior to this virus, you know, to go going down from the four thousand square foot McMansion, 
getting down to like 1500 square foot was the trend and uh and more townhomes and all that so well, i'm the growth. perfect example you know that i'm the perfect yeah, example no, you, were, you were gonna roll and then you changed your mind and i'm still on the fence yeah and the buyers who purchased after uh, after the uh, march buyers started i remember the day march 16th uh you know they were willing to relocate to suburbs other states because now they were working at home and working remotely so this has impacted people's sense of you know immediacy so you know like some put people exactly like you back on the fence that you were all yeah. ready to move and looking down on the riverfront and some big I condo was... for about nine million yeah <laughs> <laughs> and then you started i figured you stay in in tax low uh 40s new jersey where you're at <laughs> well and again i mean it makes you know in my defense, instead of moving, I was able to refinance, get right. a ridiculously low rate, which saved money. And then when you it, look, it still doesn't make sense, but it makes sense because I have a peace of mind. I have, you know, my work environment, you know, it just everything works. And stop grinning at me because I know. The tax I tax, know, but I'm just... The tax collector's happy as hell over there. <laughs> He's going to whack a couple thousand more on you probably this year. And and you know what's funny is just this week, I'm driving down my street and I see, I mean, people are cleaning house. When you talk about spring cleaning, I don't know if they're getting ready to put their house up on the market or what they're planning on doing, but there's a lot of activity going on. No, I'm seeing the same thing in my neighborhood. Everybody like doing the gardens and mulch all over and, and, and like it's, they've been in the house. Plus the weather's nicer. It's not freezing out. Right. Just to get the damn out of the house. I was out riding around. I took a ride on my bike the other day. It's just nice to ride around when it's not like raining for a change. Right. But you know, there's a lot of people like you that were, going to make the move didn't make the move uh might make the know, move should make the move make could the move. make the move <laughs> yeah and in terms of searching and the purchasing process with the rates the way they are 97 percent of the buyers search for their home online the highest percentage up from 93 and that's basically the trend now in the end they all end up hiring a realtor but they all start online and most buyers used an agent to purchase their home at historically high levels like i used to say like uh 97 of uh people on fisbos 97 percent of them end up listing and right. out of the three percent only half of them get to the table that's even higher now because you know you need an agent that knows what they're doing now in this market you you really got to be careful and some buyers purchase this home before you know, even physically seeing them in person. I mean, there was people buying things from virtual tours. I mean, I, to me, Mark, I, I'd like I, to go through. But that's how crazy this market's been. Well, I'm going to tell you. I mean, from when I put my house on the market and the people that bought my house, I walked around and FaceTime and went into every single room, described the room, described you know, the square footage and what was staying, what was leaving. And after I got done that tour, they actually, you know, decided to go under contract. 
Now, I have a really, really special, special client of mine that just recently went under contract and we, we got the deal last Sunday night at 8.30. Right. And that's a whole nother story that I won't get into right now because we probably don't have time, but we actually do have time. But the story of that is she never, she never saw the house. The agent went and did a virtual tour. She called me because she was at work and she couldn't leave. She's a nurse. And she said, this is the home of my dreams. I said, you haven't even walked in the house yet. She said, I, I don't care. I want this house. She, she went under contract, put her deposit. She finally went to see the house. And it is the house of her dreams. But again, who would think of, of putting a $6,000 earnest money deposit down without seeing a house? And it's happened more than ever before. I remember years ago, I had a woman that wanted a house down there, uh, down around St. Joe's. And she wanted this house and it came on a market and we weren't in a market like this. And she, she says, I said, well, when do you want to go see it? She goes, I don't even care. Just write the deal up. I said, no, no, we, we're going to go look at it. She goes, I don't want to look at it. She goes, I, I know about this house. I'm familiar with the block. I want the house. I said, listen, I feel I don't feel like I'm doing my job unless I make you go there. She goes, you're not going to make me go there. She goes, all right, I'll meet you there. Bring the damn contract. And this was like that was rare that, you know, I, I, I actually advised against buying something without walking through it, you know. Because well, it, I don't know, it just seemed like it would be add some liability to me. Like, well, he didn't even show me the house. But uh, anyway, but that's the market we're in. We are in unknown territory. I mean, beside being uh, like a year or so ago at a 14-year low of inventory, now we're in uncharted waters. When you got 3,000 houses in Philly market at a 676,000, for sale, that's like unbelievable. And the counties are the same. It's everywhere. And a lot of it is the media not talking about anything good. Now, if we were in a bad a bad real estate market, they'd be talking about it every damn day. And sure. the other part of it is, I say it, I blame the real estate agents. I tell the newbies, because the newbies in the classes I have, they don't have any bad habits. I said, I said right on the radio, I blame the lack of inventory on real estate agents not keeping these people informed on how great a time it is to sell. You're never going to get top dollar like this again. Maybe for the next few years you might, but down the road, I mean, who knows what's going to happen. But if you really yeah. want to cash in, this is the time to cash in. You know? I know. I I know, and I feel like I'm personally going to miss the boat on that, but, you know, I hey, and listen, I hope that you're, you're explaining happy. to the real estate. Right, you know, clap your hands. You, you, you love if you, I do. I know. You know, it's just like that tax thing to me is an issue because once you pay it off, you still got a mortgage. But it's like, but if you're making a lot of money, what the hell? Who cares? It's money. So, but the, my point is, too, with these new realtors that are coming in, I hope you're letting them know that this is not the norm, right? That they're, I yeah. mean, right now, realtors are order takers. You're going to an open house, and there's 35 people showing up, 
and you know they're just picking out conventional cash 20% down so if you're an FHA buyer in this market you know it's you're, you're just not going to win the bid unless you have a seller that has a heart and is going to read those letters and someone like myself is going to call the the listing agent and let them know that the borrower's pre-approved out of the 35 offers I got to tell you when I call the listing agent they are shocked that I'm actually calling like out of all the offers we have you're the only one that called to tell how strong the buyer is yeah and you know what Half that's just common sense return fault. and and I'll tell you something else that I just read nor is making a big deal about the love letters which uh, you know uh, I always call them. Uh, they got to stay letters. out of it. They, they think that's discriminatory. That you might do something. No, I never mentioned their race or anything like that in them. And they're all of a sudden even the local boards now all of a sudden don't accept the deal if there's a letter. Don't give it to your seller. Don't present it. It's unethical. Well, you know what? I used to write them. I used to my buyers used to write them all the time and they never said to them like what religion they were what color they were these just tell them that they pictured raising their family in their house and they love their house of course someone like and, and myself me, if i got a letter me, what is unethical about that there's nothing unethical mark it's just that you can't even sneeze today without being unethical or racist or you can't do anything yeah, racism in just everything. It's ridiculous. You know, I grew up in a neighborhood where all my friends were all different colors and we all got along. And right. we never talked about it. It was just like now it's like everything, no matter what you do, it's involved. It's a shame. It's a yeah. shame. And it's the media. They just are dividing us. And, right. but, and on the real estate side, if they, we just talk about real estate on the local news every once in a while, just say, man, you know, there's only 3,000 houses in Philly for sale out of 600,000. I mean, I think your people's ears would pop up, pop up a little bit and go, what? And then maybe yep. this is the best time ever to sell, but you never, ever hear it. We are the only show in Philly that talks about this. The only show. You're right. You're right. I mean, it's great that we're the only show, but it stinks that we're the only show because we're we're hitting the masses. But there's so much more that that people need to know. I know, and we're going from like the Poconos to the shore. Our market's pretty big. We're on the number one talk station in Philly, but we can't reach everybody. And so, whose fault? Who could reach everybody? The agents. They could right. reach all their friends. Everybody in your database, they could do it, but they don't want to pick up the phone. They'll send them a postcard or a calendar, you know, and like I and that comes with that big pile of junk mail. I just went through the mail before we did the show today. It's it's just unbelievable how much junk I get. Independence Blue Cross sends me like four letters a week. This is not a bill. <laughs> This is not a bill. All right. So don't send me. <laughs> I don't need this. They should put it on right, the envelope. This one's a bill. This one's not. So I can just throw <laughs> the other one. I'll just put it in that bag. So when I go up the lake, it'll be good for a fire starter. 
Oh my god. But we got let's get back to your topic because uh, it's important. I, I, this, that's the topic. Uh, we yeah, are how COVID is changing everything. I know. I know. I mean, I mean it's changed things, but now you know, people are what's it, a third of the country's got the vaccine. And and then what did they do this week that was stupid? They scared they had five bad cases on the new virus. So now they scared everybody again. So everybody's hesitating on getting the virus, the shot. The vaccine, right? Yeah, the vaccine. So, you know, I just, I, can't, I have a hard time watching the news anymore at all. Like I do our show and I do a market report every week and I Google real estate news, latest real estate news. And then I go through what's the truth and what's the fancy. And then I go through the doom and gloomers and the bubbles coming, you know, <laughs> and all that stuff, man. And, and there's no bubble coming and the rates are great. It's the best time ever to buy. And it's even a better time to sell. And that's the truth. Yeah. And, 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 and if you have any friends, I'm talking to the audience, not you, Dan. If you have. Because, you know, I don't have any friends. <laughs> She does have a dog that's cute. <laughs> but anyway, if you have any friends that have a mortgage over 3.5%, do them a favor. Ask them, what's your mortgage? And if they say six, they said, you should be calling Deanne Katsaris on Good News and Real Estate. And you could probably get down and say down to like two six, two seven, maybe even buy some points and get lower and save like hundreds of dollars a month. Like, do your friends a favor. <laughs> I think I should get a bonus from Green Tree Mortgage for that one. <laughs> You're going to get an atta an attaboy. All right. So you got any comments? And this, we got about a minute left. No, I just, um, I have a couple comments. You cannot get a mortgage on unemployment. You can use the stimulus for down payment. Um, but you need to be back at work and have a J-O-B in order to get a mortgage. Right. Right. So it's a great market. It's all positive. It's all the time. It's the time to buy, the time to sell. So I've been saying it for a couple of weeks. Go, go, go buy a damn house. <laughs> <laughs> all, right, all right. So that was good. That was there. It there was, was a good topic. topic. I'm sure you got a lot off your chest. You feel better. It's all good, yeah, right? I, I vent it. I vent it. All right. All right. So same same time, same place next week. So if anyone has any questions, you can email them to 8029 at Comcast.net or give Mark a call at 267-266-5501. You can also email me at Deanne Katsaris at Comcast.net or give me a call at 609-605-7153. And a special thanks to all of our listeners for tuning in every week. We've been on the air 11 years now. I think we're up to, I think this is the 863rd show or something like that. And to our sponsors for keeping us on the air, Philadelphia Credit Union and the rest of our sponsors, and the great staff at Talk Radio 1210. So with that, have a great week. I'm Mark Cumberland. I'm Deanne Katsaris, your mortgage mom. You've been listening to Good News and Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHD. All positive. All, positive, all, all the, the time. time.
Thanks for listening to Good News in Real Estate, a Jacob Media production. If you're interested in learning more about the power of the radio hour, contact Joe Kraus at 267-261-3428. This program is a paid commercial announcement and does not reflect the views of WPHD or its management. Today's program has been pre-recorded.